Hi, beautiful being. Welcome to Primally Nourished. I'm your host, Bridget Woolley, nutritional therapist, nervous system optimizer, embodiment and trauma awareness coach. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration, information, and effective strategies in the realms of health, movement, mindset, and all things personal growth. My mission with each episode is to help you navigate your health and to create consistent and sustainable habits that align with your personal values through accessible, holistic, and functional nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle education. The focus of this podcast is to share about experiences from my own life, as well as the regular patterns and questions I see in my practice as a holistic health practitioner, and to inspire you on your own unique journey to vibrant health. Ah, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Primally Nourished podcast. Today, we are talking all about nourishment and how to properly nourish our bodies and how to make sure we're eating enough for our body's unique and individual needs. So we're going to talk all about metabolism. And why we are talking about all of this nourishment business is because Our metabolism does a lot more than you think it does, right? So I want you to pay particular attention to this episode if you're someone that struggles with thyroid imbalances or hormonal imbalances. Our metabolism is a crucial foundation for supporting hormone health. My hope and goal is that by helping you understand this stuff better, It will help you to feel more confident, empowered, and to trust yourself as you make the choices that are best for you right now and those that are in alignment with your personal values and goals. I also want to help you see the importance of nourishment and how this relationship with food and our bodies can be a very positive, enjoyable one when we're armed with the knowledge to know how to properly tune in and listen to our own inner wisdom. And everything that your body is trying to tell you, right? Because I've said this so many times, but our body is always speaking to us in symptoms, right? Our body is so wise and it's always giving us the messages, right? So most of the time we hear the word metabolism and think about weight loss or maybe our body's ability to burn off food or why our bodies may be holding on to weight or unable to burn off food. You may be surprised to learn that metabolism is so much more than that. Metabolism has to do with how your body burns the calories that you consume. But let's look at what this also means on a cellular level. So a quick definition is that metabolism is how effective and efficiently our cells can take in macronutrients like proteins, fats, carbs, as well as micronutrients like vitamins and minerals, and turn these things into energy that fills your whole body and all of its daily functions. So it's important to know that every part of your body is made up of cells, and you can kind of think of it like each of our cells has a little engine And that engine uses nutrients we consume to run all the different processes in our bodies. So when our engine shut down or slow down, everything slows down. Hormone production slows down. 
because your hormones are made by your cells for your cells. <laughs> so cool. So hormones are cellular messengers. This affects our hormonal output and how we receive and respond to hormones. So when our metabolism is not working as it should, this can lead to things like hormone imbalances, as well as digestion issues, uh, also issues with detoxification, thyroid function, energy, sleep, mental health, and so much more. So I'll just name some areas, that the main areas that our metabolism affects. Right? The first one being digestion. Then our menstrual cycle and reproduction. Our thyroid, our adrenals, our pancreas. And our pancreas is not just in charge of enzymes. It also manages the output of insulin and our ability to uptake insulin into our cells. It'll also impact detoxification. So our liver, skin, lymph system, kidneys, blood sugar regulation, our immune system. Right, so having a good metabolism really boils down to making sure that your body burns fuel more efficiently. So how can we make sure our cells are doing their job? The most simple answer is uh, always <laughs> to reduce stress, which might be easier said than done, but there's so many little ways we can reduce stress. And the most important one being making sure you're eating enough food, right? Making sure you're well-nourished and eating frequently enough. It's important to understand that our cells and these engines that I just talked about help support healthy digestion and healthy hormones. <sighs> so part of why I find myself talking about this and teaching it so frequently both in group programs, on podcasts with one-on-one -on -one clients, is because I don't think our metabolism is considered enough as a possible root cause. I've really shifted and like taken this to the forefront of the work I do because I have so many clients that come to me with significant digestion, digestive issues. And again, this can express itself as uh, constant bloating, gas, constipation, diarrhea. And we always certainly want to rule out the role of pathogenic involvement, things happening in the gut that shouldn't be, and wanting to support the functionality of digestive juices, right? So some of my clients, by the time they come to me, have already tried elimination diets, supplement protocols, testing, cutting out foods that are quote-unquote unclean and they don't have many options so by the time people reach me there's a lot of fear right maybe food feels overwhelming they end up feeling scared of eating and for so many of them they end up under eating or being chronically undernourished because of those things and I can share that this was also part of my own journey along the way you end up 
trying to chase this perfect way to eat to manage all of the symptoms that you're experiencing and you're so committed to healing your gut or autoimmune disease or even just restoring your energy and vitality. So for so many of us, this will involve removing triggering foods to give our body time to rest, to heal, to repair. And often this works as a wonderful starting point. But over time, if you're doing this work and either staying comfortable with the extremes you had to go through to get those results, or you're not getting the results you expected, what happens is maybe you might push harder. And if you're not working to eventually bring foods back in, um, more of like a restoration protocol, or actively focusing on eating in balance and getting everything you need, uh, putting a focus on diversity, you can end up being undernourished. So this is one of the biggest problems I see with elimination diets and diet dogmas, is that we can grip to it for too long to where it becomes detrimental to our health and ends up messing up our metabolism, right? So what happens is people have found a way to manage like daily problematic symptoms, but in the end have created a much more significant, many more significant imbalances in the process. So it's so important to think about what's happening in the long run. And Amidst these, we can be missing one of the most fundamental pieces of vitality and vibrant health. Just simple. It's simple. A nourishing, nutrient-dense, balanced diet. And not diet. Like, diet is in what foods we're eating, not actually being on a diet. With certainty, I can say that this is the most common root cause I see in my practice, is a lack of nourishment and a lack of appropriate balance. So that's why I want to talk about this, because as you learn the role of, that your metabolism plays in your overall health, you can start to see why this does have to be a huge focus. If your metabolism is down-regulated and things start to slow down, that's not, and that doesn't only include things like your pulse rate, but may also include um, your body temperature and having sluggish digestion. So to go back to some examples I shared earlier, slow digestion and slow motility means that things won't get broken down and move through your digestive tract in the way that they should. And this can mean a few things. So first, when our food isn't properly digested, this means we aren't going to properly absorb the necessary nutrients that our body needs. So this alone can lead to missing out on important nutrients so that we can feel properly nourished. Second, when things aren't broken down as they should be, or when our motility is slowed, this can also mean that things are staying in our GI tracts longer than they should, and that can lead to bloating, gas, acid reflux, heartburn, and constipation. So if you're someone that struggles with constipation and you're always looking to what food is possibly the culprit or trying to take things out, remove things to help move things through your system, it might be worth considering 
that you have a down regulation of your metabolism. The third way that a down-regulated metabolism might be impacting your health and digestion is if things are not getting properly digested and they're hanging out longer than they should in your digestive tract. This can lead to inflammation, it can lead to irritation of the gut lining, and for some it can lead to intestinal permeability issues, which is also known as leaky gut. So all of these things can increase the likelihood of overgrowth bacteria, candida, all of which will cause upset to our digestive tracts. So fourth, if your sluggish metabolism is causing slowed motility of your digestive tract, this can also affect our hunger and fullness cues, signaling hunger hormones being released at appropriate levels. And all of this can cause you to feel more full or more satiated than you actually are, which would impact your desire to eat more or to eat enough, right? So it'll have us kind of out of sync with our hunger and fullness cues. So using this in the context of when clients really bring in a lot of restriction or restraint or elimination protocols and just kind of continue to cut out more and more things, well, maybe in the short term, it might not be an issue and you might actually be feeling better after many months or even years, this will prove to be quite problematic on a cellular level. This is why people will often find that they feel good at first on a new protocol or diet, but over time, while doing the exact same thing, start to feel, yeah, maybe funny or undernourished. And what used to work will no longer work. And of course, I never speak in absolutes because a lot of these issues can also be caused by other things. So in my practice, I always take it back to the foundational baseline, right? So where do we start? What does a foundational baseline mean? A part of why I love focusing on the foundations of nutrient-dense nourishment is because it's often the little things that get overlooked. Many of my clients, for them, a big area of focus when they come to me for hormone health and balancing hormones, working on metabolism and digestive issues, is working on these foundational issues. Your gut, your health, your digestion, blood sugar balance, adrenals, and stress, just to name a few. So as we discussed at the start, your metabolism and your cells are so crucial to the health and the vitality of your whole body. Your hormones, which are chemical messengers, essentially tell your body to do things or to stop doing things. So as you imagine, your hormones rely heavily on your cells being able to function properly and to communicate effectively. So we need our cells to be working as they should be. Because when our metabolism is not operating properly, when our body is under stress, this will all impact our hormones. Right, so let's go back to where we started this conversation because metabolism is actually just how well your cells are making energy and 
with hormonal function relying so heavily on the cells, hopefully you can see how hormones and metabolism are so intimately connected with each other. They're essentially one and the same. So I would encourage you that before you dive into expensive testing and supplements, it might be worth considering this more foundational root cause. Because we cannot expect to have balanced hormones if our metabolism is not functioning as it should be. Okay, so since we're talking about hormones, I want to mention the thyroid. So we call the thyroid the energy gland because the thyroid regulates many of the functions in our body, such as the way in which our cells take in nutrients and hold on to those nutrients, how the body uses energy and nutrients as fuel, how it consumes oxygen and produces heat. The thyroid, your thyroid hormones act throughout your body, influencing your metabolism, your growth, development, as well as our body temperature. So it's important to understand that the function of the thyroid gland is to take key nutrients and convert them into thyroid hormones, T4 and T3. These hormones are released into the bloodstream and transported through the body where they control metabolism or the conversion of oxygen and calories to energy. Your thyroid also regulates how your cells use glucose for fuel as well as your body how your body responds to hormones like estrogen, progesterone, insulin, cortisol, testosterone. Your thyroid is the cornerstone of your metabolism. And if your thyroid is even slightly suboptimal, all of your other endocrine glands like your adrenals and your ovaries, your pituitary will also be affected. Every single cell in the body depends on thyroid hormones for the regulation of metabolism. Now, because these thyroid hormones, T4 and T3, control cellular metabolism throughout the body, meaning they control the rate at which our body produces energy from food, this means it has a direct effect on overall energy levels when these hormones are in short supply. What this means is that when your thyroid function is low, all other glands have to essentially compensate and pick up the slack so that your body can keep running. So our body's favorite way to do this is to stimulate the adrenals to pump out more stress hormones, most specifically cortisol. And this is going to help the body keep going under stress to bring our body temperature up. <laughs> so again, this is why the topic of stress is so important because if we're under stress and we are stimulating the adrenals to pump out more stress hormones, eventually over time, our adrenals are going to take a hit and then our thyroid is going to take a hit and then our metabolism will become sluggish. So right, there's this big domino effect that happens over time. Essentially, why we need to manage the role of stress on our body to support our metabolism and the role that undereating can play on our stress response so we're not continually adding to this burden. So all of this to say that the body makes less energy, metabolism slows and becomes impaired when we are chronically under stress. <sighs> okay, I know that's like a lot of information. 
Um, and with the role that thyroid hormones play with regulating our metabolism, this means that our metabolism is determined by measuring the amount of oxygen used by the body over a specific amount of time. If this measurement is made at rest, this is what is known as your basal metabolic rate or your BMR. Your thyroid hormone also interacts with the sympathetic nervous system and research shows that heat production is stimulated by the sympathetic nervous system dominance and it requires adequate thyroid hormones. So what this means is knowing what your basal metabolic rate is. So you can find this information online with the BMR calculator. I'll link that in the show notes. I'm not really huge, a huge component of tracking calories, but it can be helpful if you're out of touch with your hunger cues, you've got some hormone imbalances, maybe a sluggish thyroid, then it might be helpful to see because what I see in my practice a lot is most of my clients are actually under eating and they have no idea that they are. And so knowing your basal metabolic rate can help you know, well, around how many calories a day should I be eating, right? So this gives us kind of a a baseline. So (laughs) I know I mentioned kind of like the foundation, like kind of having these foundational pieces at play. So I'm going to name, right? I want to give you some tools to take away from, and I just kind of uh, mentioned all of this scientific stuff, but I want to give you some actual tools that you can walk away from this podcast with to begin implementing now. So if this is resonating with you, if you're feeling like, hmm, wow, okay, I'm understanding more about my metabolism and my digestive symptoms, maybe my thyroid, my adrenal stress. If this is resonating with you, um, then I would encourage you to, to, to kind of make these next things that I'm going to mention top priority. Okay, so eat nutrient-dense foods that are balanced in protein, fat, and carbs. So I like to talk about this concept, purposeful plating. Every time I eat, I like to make sure that I'm having all of these nutrients on my plate. A decent amount of protein, a couple eggs, four to six ounces of meat, and a good amount of fat, so one to two tablespoons of a good quality butter or tallow or half an avocado, and then also some starch and carbohydrates. So those could be rice, plantains, sweet potatoes, potatoes, and then vegetables, right? So having all of those components on my plate as best as possible so I know that I'm getting a balance of macronutrients. And then eating enough calories for your basal metabolic rate, right? So maybe calculating your BMR if you're not sure how much you're eating and playing with um, trying to track your calories for a bit if you're a little bit out of cue with your hunger hormones. And reducing stress, right? So this one is huge because if our adrenals are constantly outputting cortisol, then we are constantly taking a hit 
uh, our thyroid is constantly taking a hit, our hormones are constantly taking a hit, and just like in the long term, we don't feel good. So with stress, the little things make a difference. Um, sleep is one of the most important things that is going to help lower our stress response. Um, so getting enough sleep, seven to nine hours a night is optimal and sleeping in sync with our circadian rhythm you know trying to go to bed when um soon after the sun goes down and 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 rising with the sun i know not everyone can do that but as close to that circadian rhythm as possible um and then also getting a daily dose of sunshine nature or some sort of embodied movement right so these things, nature, sunshine, all helps us uh, helps us activate more of our parasympathetic nervous system. Um, I mentioned earlier when we are in a chronic sympathetic, so the fight or flight, this is really going to impact our metabolism and our thyroid. And so all of this, um, everything I just shared about, right? This is also why I created. Uh, the Hormonal Reset Program. It's a great program that goes over the foundations of all of these things, digestive health, our menstrual cycle, blood sugar balance, our endocrine system, how to feel those things properly. I share a bit about my story in that program. And it's really, it's a PDF program, so you can read through it at your own pace. It's got some recipes. It's got uh, like a meal plan suggestion um, that is a guideline. Um, because all of our bodies you are unique and I really like teaching um, that there's not one right way to do things um, that all of our bodies require different things at different times in our lives and learning to listen and tune in is number one so this program will help you maybe understand more of these symptoms that you could be experiencing with your metabolism and your endocrine system and just give you some tools and insight on what to do Also, this is what we are cultivating in my new program, an app, Living Embodied. If you haven't heard about it, it's awesome. Um, It's, I'm trying to think, when this podcast comes out, um, it might be the last day or the last weekend that we're taking founding members. So we're... um, the founding member as a founding member you get an epic discount into this this program and community um and it's and it's built into an app so um if you're not sure if you haven't heard me talk about it i'm gonna link in a video uh where you can learn more but essentially what it is it's an app and a program that encompasses daily rituals it's got movement practices and videos guided meditations and embodiment feelings and needs exercises a nourishment guide recipes uh, guidance on learning to listen to the wisdom of your body it's got an epic community we do live group coaching calls so if you have specific questions that you want to show up and get answered by me or by Brittany, my partner, um, then you can do that. Um, we also do live embodiment practices. So live, uh, guided meditations and journaling exercises and movement. And, um, it's all built into an app and this will be an ongoing program. So once you buy the program, you have access to it forever. Um, and we're going to keep adding cool content um, over the years. So, (laughs) um, 
yeah, I'll link in all this stuff in the show notes. And I hope this helps you understand a little bit more about your metabolism and your endocrine system and how they're connected. And yeah, I'm wishing you such a beautiful day. If you love, uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a rating or a review. This helps me reach more people. And yeah, I just love being here and getting to share this, uh, share this wisdom with the world. Okay, so thank you for tuning in and wishing you such a beautiful day.